Welcome to the Ideal Investor Show. This is the podcast where we help you challenge your mindset and discover where you are. Tired of stories about other people's success? We can help you change your life, determine your time freedom point and join us on the journey to financial success. Let's go. Hello and welcome back to the Ideal Investor Show. And today I want to answer a question that somebody sent in when they listened to previous episodes and they read some of the articles that I've written and posted on LinkedIn and other social media. And they said, hey, Axel, um, we are listening to this stuff and we are actually kind of intrigued and we like to become ideal wealth growers ourselves and, and build this real estate portfolio. But one thing that we're hearing you saying is that as soon as we make cash flow or as soon as we have equity in the properties, you are recommending to getting more loans for these properties so that we have money that we can use to invest more. And are we not in a sense basically increasing our leverage and increasing the amount of debt that we have in our portfolio? And is that really a good thing? And so... I want to actually put this in a perspective because I believe this is a really good question, but we have to look at it not just from a property by property perspective. We have to look at it in the bigger scheme from a bigger picture, higher level, 30,000 foot viewpoint. And I would not necessarily always say we should use leverage to the maximum extent. But there are two things that I believe really are a good thing to use leverage right now. The first thing is that when you're early in the development of your portfolio, you will not really have any reasonable need to use the cash flow that comes from your properties, nor the increase in value for anything in your daily life. If we give ourselves an 8, 10, 12, 15 year horizon to go from having a normal job, making good money, being employed to becoming a real estate investor and reach financial freedom at the time freedom point, that time frame is not really the time during which you need to live off or tap into the outcome of your investments. So that's one reason why I'm saying from a big picture perspective, since you don't really need the money, you're not really depending on the money, Anything that comes out of our investments should be used to increase the number of investments we have. Now, you might say, okay, that kind of makes sense to me, but is that always the case? And I would say, no, not necessarily. If we were to be able, and I'm not sure if that ever is going to happen again, but if we were to be able to go back to like 2020, 2021, where we could get, and I actually have one of those properties, I think it was in 2020 that I bought it, where I got a 3.75% mortgage interest rate on an investment property. You have to just think about it. Normally, mortgage interest rates on investment properties are 1% about higher than the normal regular mortgages that you get when you move into a house or residence yourself. So at that time, when I bought that house, people who were buying a house for themselves could get mortgages for two and a half, two and three quarter percent interest. And I had to pay 1% more, which was 3.75. Shortly after that, most of the loans that I got on mortgages were in the 5%, 5 and a quarter percent and stuff like that. Right now, at the current time, we, when I'm recording this, we are in an area where the in investment loans are somewhere in the area of 7.75 uh, to 8.75% interest, so massively higher. Now, just as I'm hesitant to say, are we going to go back and ever see investment mortgages for 3.75% again? 
And I'm pretty skeptical that that is going to happen again. I'm also pretty sure that we have gotten pretty close to the peak of the interest rates we're seeing in this current big cycle, 10-year time frame or something like that. So what does that mean in the context of should we put that much leverage on our properties? The one thing it means is if we are, if I'm correct, that we are pretty close to the top of the in interest rate level that we are probably going to reach, then it makes sense to say the expectation is that interest rates will come down in the next few years. I'm thinking probably we will be significantly lower in two or three years from now. Now, will we be back down to like 3.7% or 4%? Probably not. But if we get properties with mortgages right now or home equity line of credit and so forth in the high 7s to 9% area, and we were to come down, let's say, to 6%, that is such a significant reduction, 30% reduction in interest rates, that we would obviously take any property that we bought with these high interest rates and refinance them. So this circumstance where we are at the upper end of the interest curve means if we can get properties that are break even in cash flow, right? So we buy it, we get some cash flow, let's say $200 a month, and then we have them for a few years and a little bit of equity has actually accumulated and we tap into that equity either right away or with foresight into that equity, keep our down payment as low as possible, maybe down to 10% or even less and maximize the loan amount that we get on the property, which is, by the way, nowadays po uh, possible. We have had uh, offers for properties in the hundred fifty dollars to $200,000 range with down payments of $10,000, $15,000, So those products are available. And if you want to work with us to find out how that works and how you can get into cash flowing property that has such a low down payment, I'm happy to help you. Just go to idealinvestorshow.com, find the button, book a call, and we talk about it. But back to the topic. So if we have a very low down payment right now, because we're maximizing the leverage, knowing that interest rates are high or at their highest point or close to it. And assuming that the interest rates are going to come down in the next two to three years so that we can refinance, what will happen? Number one, if it is break-even cash flow with maximum leverage right now, it will be awesome cash flow when the interest rates are much lower. The other thing that will happen in the two or three years until we get to that point that it makes sense to refinance is that the property will most likely increase in value. Our tenants are going to start paying down, even though it's only a little bit, the existing loans and mortgages, and the rent will slowly increase with something like $40, $50, $60 $60 a month, year over year. So all those factors are happening while we're having maximum leverage on the property. And when that refinance point comes, then what we really will experience is a massive increase in what's called cash-on-cash cash return. Because if you normally put in $30,000, right, and you had $200 in cash flow, and then you refinance and you have $400 in cash flow, so those $200 is somewhere in the area of about 8%, and if you go to $300, then you're in the area of 12% return. Now take the same example and you have very little cash flow right now because you had only 15000 in the property. But then you have $300 cash flow after you refinance. Now, 
$300 cash flow on your 15000 investment is 45% return year over year over year over year. So you're basically delaying your gratification, anticipating that interest rates are going to come down. And that's why we use more leverage now when interest rates are high up to the point where we're still not having to pay anything out of pocket. We don't want to ever have negative cash flow. But we can utilize the cash flow that we're making right now to pay off as much uh, or pay as much for the different loan products that we put on a property because it's only for two or three years or maybe four years maximum. And I think there's no doubt personally that rents will keep increasing, prices will keep going up, and mortgage interest rates are going to come down. And that's the big picture in which it makes sense. It's not always the case. In 2021, I would have probably said don't do that because there is not really any reasonable expectation that you will ever get lower interest rates than what you were getting at the time. So you can see you have to always look at the big picture and what is most likely the scenario and then how can you actually take advantage of that scenario. And that's why it's so important to join our community and get support and get help and get access to the right information. And to talk about that, I would again encourage you, go to idealinvestorshow.com, find the button, book a call, let's talk about it. I would really like to invite you to the community because this time that we're in right now with all these opportunities on our side as investors and very little competition from regular people who want to just buy houses, we need to take advantage of that and I want to help you take advantage of that as well as all our members in our community. So that's it for today. Be well, stay safe and I talk to you tomorrow.